Are you in your 20s and just craving more? Well, you are in the right place. Welcome to Seal Your Destiny. My name is Sydney Starrett, an average girl in her 20s with big dreams to inspire others on this journey called life. It's going to be a wild ride, and I am so grateful to have you here. This is a safe space where you'll be encouraged to chase your dreams, hear inspiring stories of others, and take control of your life. Ready, set, seal your destiny. Welcome back. I hope you are doing absolutely amazing wherever you are listening to this podcast and whenever. Again, I don't believe in coincidences. You tuned into this episode for a reason and it truly is my highest intention that you gain some knowledge or inspiration leaving this episode, more knowledge and inspiration leaving than when you did coming in. Today is Wednesday, the 16th. My birthday was currently the 12th, and I spent the last couple days in Charleston with my mom, which was great to get away, but I had some technical issues and couldn't get things finalized to upload the podcast. So long story short, we got the pod going. It's a couple days late, but we're here back home getting it in, and I didn't want to upload a pre-recorded one because this a lot has happened in my life and I kind of wanted to do a live like what's going on with me because I think it's important for what is going on currently in my life to um, y'all get the present moment if that makes sense. So a lot of new beginnings have gone in my life this past week. Obviously, like I said, it was my birthday and we also had to say goodbye to my mom's dog on Friday. So, So that was the 11th. We had him for 15 years and he was like the best dog ever and watched us literally grow up, but it was just time. He was 15 years old and it was, it was truly just time, but anytime there's change or there's a new mile marker in my life, I really love to spend a couple of minutes reflecting and noticing how what has happened in my life, like for example, my birthday, what has happened the previous year for Phantom, it's like, how was he there? What lessons can I learn and how can I use those lessons to better myself in the future? And I thought about, you know what, we're gonna get vulnerable today. We're gonna share truly what's going on with me, where my thoughts are as I enter year 23 and as I say goodbye to our childhood puppy. So we're going to start with the sad stuff, get that, get that out of the way, and then we'll move into some positives. So Phantom, like I said, he was literally there to watch us grow up. I got him when I was seven. Um, we had him before my parents got divorced. So when they were still married, he was there. When they got separated, he was there. He actually became a custody dog. So when my parents separated, where my, my brothers and I went, Phantom was with us, and he was following us along, and he was another child. And then eventually when I got Milo, which was when I was 15, 16, whenever, Phantom and Milo didn't get along. Phantom was used to being the king of the house and Milo didn't understand that and he was a lot bigger. So Milo would attack Phantom. So long story short, he ended up with my mom, which is for the best because he truly loved my mom so, so much. And he became my mom's sidekick. And I just feel like we can learn so much from dogs 
they have this unconditional love and loyalty that truly is unmatched. They are here to love you and serve you and just be there for you. And I think as a human, we can learn so much from that loyalty and that unconditional doesn't matter what kind of, they've, they've seen your whole life. They've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, and they still stay with you. No matter, and obviously, they don't really have a choice. But still, they are just, like animals are just truly the best. I truly believe they have this ability to like listen and they sense when things are off and they are there for you to comfort you and love you. And again, like I said, they're there for the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I think animals are just such, such a gift. Um, but like anything... Change is hard, and especially when death is involved. So with that being said, there's going to be a lot of new routines. And especially for my mom, I didn't live with Phantom. I've had him my whole life, but he stayed with my mom. And she's had the same routine for that with that dog for years. And the last couple of months, as his health and his life kind of started to digress, her life revolved around him. And whenever you go through a huge change in your life... It's critical to not only feel the feelings and accept the way that it is and like it's okay to not be okay for a second, but then also when the time comes, it's super important to create a new normal and doing things the way they were and trying to go back to the old routine will never allow you to fully heal and move on. And so I think it's so important, whether it is a death or whether it's um, a new environment or a new job or whatever it is like when I, or you just need to like shake things up and start something new if you've kind of been in a funk like sometimes creating a new normal is the best way to get you in the place that you want to be and like I said change is just inevitable in our lives and it's something that we have to adapt and grow to and a lot some people handle it better than others but it's something that is always happening and having that new normal and having a routine is so important for us to be able to adapt the most smoothly. Routines give us structure and anxiety becomes present when we are in living in the unknown. So if you're especially someone anxious and our subconscious isn't aware of what's going on or can't plan next, having a routine will be critical, especially when you're going through a hard time and having these changes. At least you'll have some kind of structure. So I just wanted to touch on that give Phantom the respect that he needed. I have a super heavy heart for my mom right now. It's been really hard for her. And hopefully if someone's going through some change in their life, they will, this will allow them to like, let them know it's okay not to be okay for a second. And it's okay to reflect and realize how much has happened in your life and what it is to come. And I hope this lands with whoever needs to hear it. I just feel called to talk about Phantom for a second. So on to brighter things. Like I said, I spend every birthday or mile marker in deep reflection as a little check-in to make sure I'm on the right path to thy bigger dreams and ambitions. And it really allows me just to reevaluate and it gives me the motivation and momentum to continue to go. And this past year... At a glance, I didn't think much happened, but when I really write it down, it's been a crazy year for me, and it's been a really powerful, and um, this is like the pivot year of where my life really begins, in my opinion. Um, I graduated college. I started a podcast, started trying to figure out what I wanted to do, thought I could start my entrepreneur 
lifestyle right out of college, but then I got scared and I did what society tells us and I got that nine to five job and I went through a really tough time where I kind of lost who I was. I lost my identity because I didn't listen to my heart and because I wasn't going with my gut and because I did what everyone told me I was supposed to do at my age. So I had a a really hard time last year. There was a, there was a couple of months where I just wasn't happy and I was just going with the flow. And I was like, is this really what life is? Is this what this nine to five post-college life is all about? Like it ain't for me. Um, and through that, I tried to start 75 hard to give me some structure, to give me some purpose, to give me that mental toughness aspect. Then I got a concussion, which forced me to stop 75 hard, which was very hard for me to like stop something I was on day 45 and to have to stop something that's completely outside of your control when you have this challenge and you want to go and you want to go and you want to go until you it was just out of my control and that sucks but that's something that I have to remember is life is happening for me and not to me and it was just another way of life testing me and making sure that I can adapt to my environment and my surroundings and what's going on in my world so I'm very grateful for that experience um and that concussion allowed me to have this huge wake-up call and allowed me to sit down and realize I need to focus on myself and my health and that I do have this dream and this passion and this purpose and I'm not living it right now so it's up to me to make the change that I need so I quit that nine-to-five job and started my own business that actually has clients and is continuing to grow and is truly in its baby form and I just am so excited but in year 22 I got that business going And it's so funny, I was, like I said earlier, I didn't think much had happened. I didn't think that this year had changed. You know, my 22nd birthday, I was living in my hometown. And here I am a year later, still living in that situation. When I was 22, I didn't have a job. I was 22, 3, I'm still living at home and my business is growing, but it's not to the point where I know it has the potential to be. But then I write, sit here and I write about all the things that happened between these past 365 days and the lessons I've learned and the people I've met. And the girl from 365 days ago would be so, so proud of where I am right now. And I'm finally chasing my dream in the process of creating the life that I know I deserve. And without the experiences that I had this previous year and the lessons that I've learned, I truly do not think I would be doing the things that I am today. So for that, I am so grateful. And again, without that reflection, I wouldn't have realized that. Another beautiful thing about reflection is to see the significance and the proof that literally everything happens for a reason. And sometimes in the moment, we don't understand why certain things are happening to us. And they, like I said, like it may seem like life is happening to us, but in the grand scheme of things, you realize that life is truly happening for you. And life is a series of long cause and effect situations. And there's truly such a greater purpose to every single experience that we experience and thing that we do. And the reflection allows you to see how all of that comes into fruition. And like you didn't just end up here by chance. Um, So some examples for me this past year that stick out to most would be getting that nine to five. I thought when I graduated, I would just start my own business, but without doing the nine to five and working for someone else, I would not one, know what the experience of that life is like. Now I know I never want to go back and I have that drive that I 
don't want to work for someone else. I know it's not in my, and that's nothing to say that it's wrong if you are in the corporate world and you are working for someone else. That's great. If that's something that is meant for you, then that's meant for you, but it's not meant for everybody. Just like entrepreneurship's not for everybody. But I know now I'm so not meant to be in the nine to five work culture and I'm, and it keeps my drive to make this business work because again, the alternative is that easier route where it is just you go get the corporate job and it's safe and you get that twice a week paycheck. But that's just not something I want to do. But I also learned I worked for a very successful individual and that's not, and he, like I give him all the credit in the world. He is completely built who he is from hard work. And I learned so much from him that I can carry into my business today. I also really want to get into the corporate coaching world and talking to the employers about the importance of culture, corporate culture and teamwork and now being able to be on the other side of that and how an employee wants to be treated and the importance of you know, uh, boundaries and respect and leadership when it comes from an employer to an employee, I'm now able to ex- like have that experience. And without experience, you can't really know what you're talking about. Another huge, huge thing for me this past year was that concussion. In the moment, I was like, why God? Why is this happening to me? I was playing the victim. It's my 10th concussion. I was at a go-karting place where the chances of getting a concussion was like 0.001. Like they were shocked at the way that it turned out. And after getting so many head, head injuries in the first place, your brain becomes more sensitive. So I just was playing kind of a pity party. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm doing 75 hard. I'm in finally in such a great place as I thought. And then now God just gave me that little concussion. Like, what are the odds? And throughout that injury, I was able to wake up. I was wouldn't have had the time to really get away from that nine to five and sit and ask myself what it was that I wanted. What were my dreams? I knew since I was 17 years old that I wanted to have my own place in the personal development world and have been so, so, so passionate to help other peers my age realize their full potential. I always told myself from 17 years old, I was going to be the female Tony Robbins for people my age because, and that's a big statement. If you know who Tony Robbins is, that's a big statement, but like I just felt it and I want to be that so bad because I think sometimes people our age see these huge successful personal development um, influences, I guess you could say, and it feels like it's not attainable. You don't realize how it could be possible for you because they're in their 60s and you're like, oh, of course they can do it. They've had a life experience and they've had money. So I really wanted to be the walking influence for people my age to be like, hey, I'm doing this and you can too. And so with the experiences that I've had, it's allowed me to do that and to inspire, to be like, hey, I didn't want to work here. And that concussion kind of woke me up and made me realize what my passions were. It, it, it took me back to that 17-year-old vision of where I declared that I was going to be the female Tony Robbins and made me realize like, okay, if that's what you really want, you're not going to get it here. And it also really did allow me to focus on my health. My, again, I wasn't doing great. Sitting in front of a screen for six, 10 hours a day was just not it when it comes to a 10th concussion. So it allowed me to put myself force first and it forced me to take time, be still, and figure out exactly who 
I wanted to be and where my place was in the world and I and remind me of my passion and my purpose. And I am so, so grateful for that concussion and that experience because I truly know without it, I don't think I would be where I am. And there's so many other instances this, this year that proves that everything happens for a reason. And I could go on for literally hours about this because again, in the moment, you don't think a lot has happened, but in the reflection period, you realize, holy shit, like those little instances add up and life truly is happening for me and not to me. And God does have such a bigger plan for all of us if we just like open our eyes and become conscious to it. I now can stay calm and have the faith. And this is hard for me because I'm very future oriented and sometimes I'm an Enneagram six. So I worry a lot about the future and where I'm going to be and what's going to happen for me. But now these doing these reflections have allowed me just to stay calm and have the faith that no matter what I'm going through in the moment, there's a bigger picture for it. And it's just preparing me for that next journey. And the reflection period really allows me to give, have that reassurance, um, that again, everything happens for a reason. And this is also, this is a total side note, but this is why I love journaling so much. It's so fun and interesting and go back and read what my brain was thinking a month ago, three months ago, three years ago, like whatever it is, it's so crazy to see the little things that I used to worry about and see how they panned out and really just love on the previous version of myself and just love her for her thoughts then because and her experiences then because all of those versions of me previously in my past are why I am here now. And it allows me to have, again, that reassurance that everything does happen for a reason. Sometimes I actually did this on my birthday and usually I would do it on my birthday. I write random letters to my future self though. And once the time comes around and like when I am reflecting, be like, oh my gosh. So next year at 24, I'll read the letter that I wrote to myself at 23 for my year 24. And it's just a crazy, weird, but beautiful and funny experience to just see you rooting yourself on and having the attention of what's going to happen in the future, but not really knowing. And eventually I want to write a book and those journal entries are going to, are what's going to make the book so real and raw because I have those records of my life and the journey and the thoughts that I had then to get me to the point where I am now. So Love journaling, not only for reflection, but also intentionality. There's just, again, the limits of the benefits of journaling go on and on and on. And like I said, it just allows me to love on myself. It creates a better self-awareness to why I am the way I am and see what all I've been through to get to the point where I'm at today. And it really puts in perspective the motivations and goals I have for the future. So this part two of spending time in these milestones is asking yourself, what are my goals for this upcoming year? And how can I reflect on what my goals were this previous year for how can I reevaluate? What didn't, what needs to be adjusted? What's a now an tentative game plan for you to always be growing? I, like I said earlier, I want to be a completely different person each year. I think it should be a goal for everyone to not recognize yourself from the year before and to always be growing and to always be expanding and reaching your goals. And as long as you're intentional with that, it's so possible for that to come into fruition. So as much as everything does happen for a reason and God does always have a bigger plan, 
it's so, so, so important to be intentional with your life and what those goals are to not only be clear with the universe, but to also give you something to work toward in order to be a completely different person from 365 days from now. Sometimes we write things down we want to happen and expect them to happen one day, one way, and they end up happening in a completely different way, and that's completely okay. So whatever I am about to tell you and however I write things down, I have high intention but low attachment for it because I know ultimately that God has a bigger plan for me and is going to work out again like every way, the way it's supposed to, but that intentionality can get clear with the universe so you are able to manifest things. I'm so freaking excited for next year, this, this upcoming year, like my business is, I'm living my dream and now it's just time to put it all into fruition. I knew I always wanted to work for myself as a teenager. I had that dream of what my passionate purpose is and now it's finally coming to life. And this year is a year of action and growth and expansion and not only my business, but also myself. I think my word for this year is just embodiment, embodiment as a coach, embodiment as Sydney Starrett, embodiment as a friend, a daughter. Like I just want to be fully embodied in the person that God put me on this earth to be. So I'm continuing to try to question myself and expand and learn. And the more you get to know yourself and have a healthy relationship with yourself, the healthier your relationships um, and business will grow because of the time you take to make yourself a priority. Once you really get clear with yourself and know your boundaries, everything else just happens in alignment. And that's why it's so important as a business and mindset coach, you got to do the deep work on the individual first, and then the business stuff kind of comes into fruition and falls into place. So now I've listed a couple of things that I want to make happen in my 23rd year. This isn't all of them, but this is the big ones and this is my big intentions and then I kind of have many goals that are in alignment with these bigger goals and I also keep these <clears throat> excuse me I keep these in my journal so I can check things off and that I do and again it's that reflection so I can look back in here and be like damn I did that damn I did that and again when you see it pinned to paper something happens visually but also a little science for you and I don't know the exact percentages but the act of writing a goal down and just simply writing it down increases the likelihood of it happening by like 33%. And then by starting, staring and having those goals in a visible place actually increases the likelihood by 47. And then writing it out each day and having a positive affirmation allowed next to it and having it with that goal increases it by like 60 seconds, 67%. And then once you go over them daily, and then you're starting to speak it, it becomes more true and in its existence. So simply writing your goals down though and getting the pen to the paper, there's some kind of science that happens where you truly write it out, it makes it more real. So again, another reason why journaling is great and I just have so many, so many things to say about journaling. So I encourage you all to write down those goals. It are like just the act of writing them down alone will do something good for you. So I'm going to drink it with some water because my throat is like not great. And then we're going to get into my goals. Okay. Goal number one. I've already said this. I really want to give my get to know myself more and more and learn and grow and challenge myself. And by doing that, I will be doing meditations. I want to love on that inner child as much as I possibly can and try to just give the best relationship to that little girl. 
I want to be able, always expanding my knowledge and reading and looking at different certifications and podcasts and courses and not only in order to provide value to my clients and be able to show up best for them, but also for, and, and even the podcast to give knowledge and, and content for the podcast, but also so I can use it in my day-to-day life. I'm never going to tell someone to go out and do something that I haven't done myself. I'm going, I am expecting, got to put it in the universe terms, financially, I'm expecting six figures this year. And that's just going to happen. I just know it. I am going to expand into corporate coaching. I've mentioned that a couple of times and start giving some keynote presentations for companies. I have always had a dream to start doing like big seminars and being on stage and helping multiple, multiple people at once. So starting in companies and doing little keynote speaks for them is a great start. I plan to be in the process of building out my own course so I can help a limitless amount of people. This kind of goes into what I said earlier. I just want to help as many people figure out their destiny and their purpose as possible. And by able to put that in course format where people can just go through at their own pace is going to be super powerful. And I'm so excited to get working on that. I have a goal of helping at least 50 individuals. So 50 one-on-one clients discover their purpose and guide them to unlocking their dream reality. I really want to live in Charleston. This past trip has just made that all become so much more clear and it just feels right to make that happen. So i putting it and speaking it into reality that I will be living by the beach in Charleston. I want to be able to travel as much as possible. One of the big things for creating this business for me and showing others that it's possible is having the freedom to work from wherever and showing others that, like I said, it's possible for them too. And if all of those things are happening, career and self comes first. But if the right person comes along or if a relationship develops with someone I already know, I hope that works out. But again, career is first and I'm just leaving the intention of a relationship out there and allowing it to happen whenever it comes. I'm staying very detached from that and just seeing what happens. Alrighty, let's freaking go. Writing those down and saying them aloud gets me so freaking giddy and excited for what's to come. We all have different seasons in our life and some years have different focuses than others. And year 23 is solely focused on the individual growth of myself and becoming embodied in who I am and my career. And really just like, again, embodiment, I think is going to be my key word and just really showing up for what still your destiny is and how it's going to impact so many people. And I'm just like, oh, I just, I can't, I get so excited. This is the year where I truly turn my dreams into reality. And I think sometimes having a theme or a mantra for your year can be a great way to stay grounded and focused. And it allows you to minimize some of that outside noise because you're staying clear with that ultimate vision. So like I said, I think my word is embodiment and my mantra is going to be turning my dreams into a reality every single day. And that means I gotta do the work and wake up and make shit happen. But I'm so excited to make that shit happen. Alrighty, that's it for today. I am genuinely so, so, so excited for this upcoming year. And while... 
I have these goals and intentions for where I want to be. And I have a, again, for this, not only this year, but the bigger picture as well, I am going to remain present and just be able to enjoy the journey. And I cannot wait to see what this year is in store for me and what unfolds and truly so, so, so excited to meet the 24 year old me, because I think, like I said, this is just going to be a huge leap. And I hope I don't even recognize the person that's sitting here today recording this podcast. And I really, really encourage you all to please, I know this was a lot about me today, but take the time to reflect and plan for your future. It is a major, major, major key in order to be intentional with your life And again, intentionality is that first step to creating the life that not only you desire and deserve. And if you're not sure what that passion or purpose or what your destiny is, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to teach you and dig deep and figure out who you were meant to be on this earth in order to either thrive in the career that you're in now or make some adjustments and see what the career that looks like best for you. But ultimately it starts with you and we got to make you the healthiest version of yourself. So if you're not where to start with to be intentional, let's book a call. That's the first step. That's putting you first. I do free discovery calls to see, to give you a little sneak peek of what coaching is like and to see if it would work for you and if we are a good match for each other. So take advantage of that. I hope you all have an amazing week. And seriously, I know this was a longer episode, but I owe it to you guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to these podcasts or if you're responding to some of the stuff I have on social media, letting me know like, hey, keep it up. Like you don't realize how far that goes for me. And obviously the people that have booked the discovery calls and to my clients from the bottom of my heart, I am so, so grateful for you because without you, I can't do what I'm doing. So I'm so excited for this next journey, this next chapter of my life, and hopefully I can help some of you along the way. Like I said, if this is all resonates with you, or if you're just questioning, how I'm, where do I start? How can I be intentional? How should I reflect? What does journaling look like? What are some goals I should have from this year? Let's hop on a call. Let's figure it out. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help and serve you. So I hope you all have a fabulous week and I will see you all next Monday.